What to do next with Canadian visa rejections? These are the questions that we will tackle today, but sorry for the technical mess today, but let's start. Get your questions ready for me. Let's get started. Just a quick reminder before we start. Please note that whatever you hear in these live sessions or any content you see on social media by Savirov's law firm is general information only and not legal advice. While we may use certain real-life scenarios or legal cases for learning purposes, it is important to remember that this does not constitute a legal opinion. For personalized legal advice, please consult with your lawyer or hire a Canadian immigration lawyer. Now, let's get back to our show. As usual, we bring you news pieces that are relevant. News piece number one is Canada is still number two in the world after Switzerland According to the U.S. news ranking, Switzerland is number one, but I would argue Switzerland doesn't have amazing immigration programs like Canada. Okay, and number two, the news piece number two is the best locations in Canada for tech talent. Remember we were talking last time about the CBRE report, scoring tech talent 2023 report, and you can see that eight Canadian cities have made into that top ranking and you can see that Toronto is number five here for tech talent. So something to consider when you're doing business in the tech. Number three, news number three is Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is in Jakarta, Indonesia for the ASEAN meeting and there's a huge attempt to revitalize and increase trade between ASEAN countries and you, I should remind you that there is an agreement between Asia-Pacific region and Canada. It's a long name. Uh, it's CPTTP, as if we didn't have any other uh, abbreviation. Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. It covers 10 countries. Uh, that's Australia, Brunei, Chile, Japan, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand, Peru, and Singa Singapore, and Vietnam. If you are business owners in these countries, there are easy ways to invest and become an investor in, in Canada. There are many Australian, many Vietnamese businesses doing business in this beautiful country. And this is something that you may consider in terms of business immigration. So now we will get to my presentation, but I would love to hear from you about visa, visa rejections and we will answer your questions after quick presentation. To stay updated on all things related to Canadian business immigration, check us out on social media. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest news and updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell to stay informed about the most recent immigration news, interviews with top immigration specialists, and our weekly live shows. Visit our website at www.sabirovs.com for more information or to book a consultation with our team of experts. So visa rejection, one of the worst and disappointing events that can happen in your Canadian journey. However, this is not the end of the world. In a few slides, I will explain what can be done with visa rejections if you receive one. First of all, my message to you is a visa refusal or an immigration application refusal is not the end of the world. Your Canadian journey should continue. The show must go on. 
When a refusal letter arrives, please don't panic. Take a deep breath and read the letter thoroughly. There are certain standard reasons that are checkmarked by a visa officer, but this is not the actual real explanation. Please keep in mind that initial refusal is not the final refusal in most cases. There are different ways to address this unpleasant and frustrating situations. So what are they? First of all, let me acknowledge that we do receive uh, refusals as a law firm too. This is not something I want to hide, although our approval rate in 2022 was 93%, so 7% is still getting refused. And we do our best to revert those 7% to a positive outcome anyways. There are two types of refusals that we deal with. From a non-client, which means that when you hire somebody else and you apply and you get refused, those people come to us asking for some solution. So my, I applied with another lawyer or immigration consultant. I got refused. What can you do? What can Sobirovs do about that? And there is also another type, as I mentioned, our clients may get refused too. This is something, the reality of immigration practice. And whoever says that they will never get refused is, is not genuine in their intentions. So we, we are always ready to challenge the visa officer's decision. It's disappointing, I agree. It's very disappointing for us. We feel the pain. But we feel that we owe it to our clients to analyze the situation find possible mistakes, whether it's officer's mistakes or our human mistakes, and turn the decision around for our clients. We do it for our clients two times for free at no cost to our clients. So first things, what we can do in, in a visa refusal situation. These, this is, an, uh, this is an, um, an overview. There are three avenues to pursue. Reconsideration, which is a request that we give to visa officers or visa officers manager to reconsider their decision based on the facts and we highlight certain facts that they, they probably uh, uh, you know, didn't consider in the first place and we, we try to reverse it at that stage. That's our most preferred and commonly used method. We ask the visa officer to reconsider in light of these uh, facts and we, we highlight certain parts of the application but sometimes we also do reapplication what what that means is we that's a completely new application probably new evidence is added and new angle of analysis is included in the submission but very rarely we do judicial reviews because first of all as i mentioned our uh, approval rate is 93 percent and from the 7% refusal that we, we usually get, we turn around 73% of those refusals, we turn around and make it a positive decision after either re reconsideration or reapplication. Judicial review is very rare, but it's again another reality of immigration practice. We will delve into that, these three avenues in more detail. Reconsideration. To start, you can submit an access to information request uh, online. That's a GCMS notes, the embassy notes of the visa officer, how he or she considered your evidence, your application, what was the problem. These are 
these are gold mines for us because we will analyze, we will, th we will think like a visa officer, what was wrong with the file. Within approximately 30 days after submitting the ATIP request, you will get all those notes. And this is, again, a gold mine for lawyers. You need to read into the reasons and whether and see whether there are any mistakes made on the officer's side. So is it reasonable? Assuming, did, did officer assume something incorrectly or presume something based on you know, non-existing evidence? So apply for, and then you apply for a reconsideration. You ask them, yes, we saw the notes. Here's, uh, here's our opinion about the notes. Please reconsider. So you need to do, uh, you need to apply for reconsideration within 10 days after receiving the refusal letter. So there's a, there's a disconnect. So 30 days to get the notes, but usually within the first 10 days, we, we say, no, you're wrong. Please reconsider. This is, these are the points that we want to raise and, and we request your reconsideration. In, in our practice, 30% of cases get reopened and reconsidered. Reconsideration doesn't necessarily mean that it will end up being positive, but the, the fact that we, we encouraged, uh, we managed to uh, make the officer open the file, reopen the file, it's, a, it's also uh, our victory in, in, that in that case. So 30% gets reopened in our practice and reconsidered. And almost, um, as I mentioned, our, our record of 73% of cases that get refused will be approved in the second try. It's our statistics from 2022. We received the ATIP notes, as, as I said in the first uh, stage, within one month. Sometimes it's more than one month. Unfortunately, we cannot then meet that deadline of 10 days of uh, asking for reconsideration. Then we end up doing reapplication. Uh, within one month, we receive the notes from visa officers. We go and read the notes together and thoroughly. We explain the situation to the client. A more thorough preparation may be needed to address the concerns of the visa officer. Visa officers are very good in putting their notes. They are very diligent most of the time, and we can see what was the problem of the case. And we acknowledge, okay, this is a, the weakest link in our application. So we do reapplication is usually not a preferred method, but we mostly do that to get uh, an, uh, the, the, the desired uh, decision for the client. And as I said, for our clients, we do it for free. Okay, uh, so the last one, the most uh, unwanted way is to apply for judicial review. A judicial review is a request, uh, try to settle it at the court level, federal court level, with the IRCC Immigration Canada. We launch the, the judicial review and court may decide whether uh, it's granted or not, but that's the, that's the platform where we and the IRCC can talk and try to explain IRCC that the decision was not uh, correct and try to explain to the court. So in our practice, around 25% of our cases are successful at the federal court level. That's why we, we really don't want to go all the way to federal court because sometimes you have to acknowledge the case is weak, 
you have to educate the client, manage their expectations, and say, it's very expensive to go to a federal court, and it, it, it may take a long time. So different deadlines may apply to different type of applications, so you need to be aware of the strict deadlines to launch a judicial review. The role of the court here, and it's very important to understand, and in judicial review, the court does not grant you visa. What they do is, uh, what they do is to send, if they agree, they send it, if they agree with you, they send it back to the visa officer to reconsider. Um, if the, sometimes they agree with the original decision of the visa officer, which means that you lose. And they say, decision stays as is. Uh, most, what you can get from that court is to ask for reconsideration. Remember, reconsideration can be also done in a practical way at the very early stage. The expensive court procedures and the time-consuming federal court process is not, uh, is not the preferred way. So three ways, reconsideration, reapplication, and judicial review are still available. If you believe that you, you were denied unreasonably, talk to your lawyers and get them you know, involved in, in your case again. So uh, real cases by us, I will bring four cases that we've dealt recently and some of them have been published on our website. Go check them out at sobirovs.com. One case from Mongolia. Uh, there were two refusals before the client came to us, okay? The, uh, before us. And one refusals, we, when we applied, we got another refusal. So three refusals. But again, again, the two refusals were before us and we got one refusal of the ICT application. According to the notes, then we did the resubmission, okay? We asked for resubmission and we got approval. So you can see mul multiple levels, multiple refusals, but at the end, you get a good result too. This one from Vietnam, the second one from Vietnam, there's a huge story behind it. We will publish the success story very soon, so stay tuned. There were th 13 US refusals, okay? When we say we are talking about Canadian visa refusals right now, but many people, they have other visa refusals from the US, from United Kingdom, Australia, and so on. Here you can see there were 13 different refusals in the US. There were two Canadian refusals even before coming to us, okay? In total, 15 times the client was refused. Then she came to us. We did a strong application of C11 work permit, and we got approved from the first try. What I'm trying to say here is the number, the sheer number of refusals is scary. And the people, people uh, such as this client may lose hope, but with a thorough analysis, good strategy, and great application, you can get, you can get approval uh, from the Canadian authorities. The next one from China, uh, first we got refused for an ICT work, work permit application. Then we asked for reconsideration, which is our preferred way, and got a visa approval from, our, uh, from the embassy and for our client. Last one, uh, Iran, a case from Iran, got refused for an ICT work permit. We got the notes, we, we asked for reconsideration, and again, got approved. So these are four, uh, one of the few examples. We have many other examples to share, but one of the, 
you know, four exams from four different countries, just to give you assurance that don't lose hope. Try to analyze, be honest with yourself. So these are final messages I want to leave uh, to you today is be patient. Sometimes you may, to try, you may have to try harder. Be patient. This is a, Canadian immigration is a lifetime project, I think, because it's not an easy step. It's complicated, but be patient. Analyze the visa officer's notes and be honest with yourself. What is the weakest part in your application? What was wrong? What was very vulnerable? So be honest with yourself and try to improve that part. Talk to your lawyers openly in a transparent way. There's no, you know, everything should be on the table. Who did what? Maybe there was a mistake, technical mistake or some other mistake. Be honest with your lawyer. Talk to your lawyers. Don't forget, visa is a privilege, not a right, okay? It's a privilege. We ask for visa, government considers, and if they agree, they give you visa. It's not a right. However, as I said, there are avenues to challenge the decision of the visa officer. You can say, oh, it was unfair. Yes, sometimes visa refusals are unfair. But what can you do about it? Talk to your lawyers and find the best, best angle of attack of visa officers' um, decisions. Address the shortcomings and choose the right next step. That's very important. Again, this all messages build upon themselves. Patience, analysis, and uh, talking transparently, discussing with your lawyer, and getting the job done according to your objectives. Lastly, if you have been refused in a business visa, business immigration application, talk to us. Let's talk. We've been doing it for several years, more than 10 years. We've done many refusals. We are, we are not panicking. Yes, we don't like it. We hate refusals, to be honest. But uh, we have the skills, we have the expertise to deal with them. Talk to us through one-hour strategy meeting, and we'll be happy to respond to your questions right now. Let's get to Q&A session. To stay updated on all things related to Canadian business immigration, check us out on social media. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest news and updates. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell to stay informed about the most recent immigration news, interviews with top immigration specialists, and our weekly live shows. Visit our website at www.sabiravs.com for more information or to book a consultation with our team of experts. So time to your questions and greetings to all of you from different parts of the world, I think. Lucas is from Johannesburg, Joburg. Hello, Lucas, nice to see you. You are very active in our uh, live sessions. Thank you very much for being such a loyal follower of Sobirov's Law Firm channel. Send us your questions. We will wait for a while. If there are no questions, that's okay. You can leave your questions as a comment under this video. And we will get, I promise, we will get to you as soon as possible, okay? Most commonly asked questions is how much does it cost to, re, to go to a judicial review, the most unwanted pathway for many of uh, immigration applications. Uh, judicial review, as I said, is very expensive. It can go almost um, at least $10,000 process. And many of my colleagues in the industry, they publish it openly. 
that at least $10,000 retainer and usually it takes many months. Uh, I don't, uh, in our experience, some judicial reviews that we, we launched took one year to settle. And so it, it, you need to be patient in that respect too. And if you are urgently want to come to Canada, maybe judicial review is not the best way. Maybe reapplication is a better way because analyze maybe this application is weak and let's do another application with fresh evidence, do, do something um, necessary. Sometimes the rejections are about the fact that the business is not yet ready to come to Canada or expand to Canada. Then you retract, you, you do your analysis, you develop your home business first in your home country and then you expand to Canada. Sometimes the business viability is not is a problem. Sometimes the business plan is a problem. So you go and redraft your business plan, make it stronger and come back with a, with a bigger punch uh, in terms of application. Okay, a question from Muhammad Khan. Hello, Muhammad. I applied for C11 work permit inland. 10 months passed, no response. What do I do? Well, if you don't have a response for 10 months, I think the first and easy way to do is to ask for an update through web form of IRCC. That's the best way. Uh, and have you, have you called them? If, ask your lawyer to get an update. The first easy way is to get an update. Sometimes uh, you may go to, to a you know, different way of mandamus and ask IRCC to make a decision on your application. So if you are still inland for 10 months, that's a, that's a very long time to be honest. Uh, maybe your lawyer needs to get hold of IRCC in, in some way, uh, go to the case processing center within Canada. Which case processing center is, is doing your, your file at the moment, is considering your file? So try to get in touch with them. Yes, it's frustrating. They don't really respond very well, but uh, you need to get an update. See what's going on. Mandamus is another way, it's which basically forces IRCC to make a decision. It, it needs to be launched with, uh, with Federal Court of Canada. That's one, another way. Again, talk to your lawyer if, uh, if that's the case, okay? Uh, next question, do we have any other questions? No, I, our technical person says there are no questions, but that's okay. We had a quick uh, overview of the situation and we had some technical difficulties. Sorry for the inconvenience. We will see you next week. Get your questions ready. All the links that are relevant to our show today will be posted underneath this video. Send us your comments. We will be happy to hear from you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.